Hey, it's Brandon here and I have some big news. Seven Figure Millennials is now beyond curious. I am so excited for this new brand and I would highly encourage you to go check out episode number 140 for all of the juicy details. But as a teaser for episode 140, the central question for Seven Figure Millennials, the original show from the beginning was, how can we become financially successful and have a big impact while prioritizing our happiness, health, and relationships? I spent over 1,000 hours researching this question and published 139 episodes. And after all of that, I have an answer. And I put together that answer in a legit masterclass that weaves together clips from previous guests all to answer that question. So if you wanna hear my answer, the why behind Beyond Curious and the vision moving forward, go check out episode number 140. But you are here listening to this episode, which I know is amazing, but I would just highly recommend you also check out episode number 140 for the full explanation behind the rebrand. All right, here's your episode. Well, hello there, my friend, and welcome to today's episode of Seven Figure Millennials, where together you and I are on a mission to figure out how the heck we can prioritize our happiness, health, and relationships as we make our entrepreneurial dreams a reality. If this is your very, very first episode, you picked a great episode to listen to. Super excited to have you here. And if you're returning, you know how much I appreciate you for coming back every single week. Never get sick of saying it because you rock. <laughs> and so this is a slightly different format than most other episodes. If you are listening for the first time, this is a time machine episode. So basically what we do is we take the valuable nuggets from previous episodes and we condense it into a quicker interview. So it's a great way to be introduced to multiple guests, sample their content, and it gives you a chance to explore the full episode I did with them if you want. So if you have listened to the full episodes, if you're a returning listener, it's a great review of some of the most powerful stories and concepts. The, the clips that we chose are clips that I find myself revisiting over and over and over again. So um, this is the juiciest stuff here. So the way that this works is I'll intro each episode with some context and information on the guest. Um, and if you want to explore more, you can obviously go and jump off, take a pause and go and download that episode. And then in the episode description to help you to find them easier, wherever you're listening to this, you'll be able to find direct links to their episode on the site if you want to explore more. Uh, and also, if you love this format, this is the seventh one that we're doing like this. So there's six other ones. So if you want to jump back to the other Time Machine episodes, feel free to do that and uh, get all this condensed wisdom in a really short format. So which episodes are we revisiting today? We had a great lineup this week. So we always choose five. So the first one you're going to listen to is from episode number 71 with Ron Friedman. And the title of that episode was how the best in the world reverse engineer success. The second clip will be from episode number 43 with Michael Roderick with the title from high school English teacher to Broadway producer in two years and how you can gain access to anyone. The third clip is from episode number 16 with Bob Regneris with the title, How You Can Get 10X ROI by Using Deep Funnel Marketing and Crush Facebook Ads. The fourth clip is from episode number 51 with Tony Banta and that title was Cracking the Code on Client Leadership and How You Can Double Revenues Without Selling Any New Clients. And the fifth and final clip comes from episode number 73 with Neil Moore, where the title of that episode was Elevating Humanity's Creative Capability and How You Can Uncover and Address Unconscious Thoughts Holding You Back from Your Next Level. So all that to look forward to in this episode. So we'll cue the theme music and then I'll jump right 
right in with introducing you to the first clip with Ron Friedman. If you had to pick between A, making a ton of money, B, being happy, healthy, and surrounded with people you love, or C, making a meaningful impact on the world, which would you choose? The good news is that today we don't have to choose. So the question is, how can entrepreneurs like you and me, who have a vision for our lives and aren't willing to settle for anything less, how can we become financially successful and have a big impact while prioritizing our happiness, health, and relationships? You and I are on a mission to find out, and we have an incredible journey ahead of us. My name is Brandon Fong, and welcome to the 7 Bigger Millennials Podcast. All right, let's kick things off with today's Time Machine episode with Mr. Ron Friedman. Ron is an award-winning social psychologist who specializes in human motivation. Ron has served on the faculty of the University of Rochester Nazareth College and Hobart and William Smith Colleges and has consulted for some of the world's most successful organizations. Popular accounts of his research have appeared on NPR and in major newspapers, including the New York Times, Financial Times, The Globe, and The Mail, Washington Post, and a whole bunch of other places. <laughs> his first book, The Best Place to Work, was named in Inc. Magazine's Best Business Book of the Year, and his newest book, Decoding Greatness, How the Best in the World Reverse Engineer Success, was selected by Amazon's editors as one of this year's best nonfiction books, and I love Decoding Greatness, so would highly recommend that you check it out. In this clip, we're going to specifically dive into the part where Ron talked about why you should ask for advice instead of asking for feedback. And this is huge. I've already taken this and implemented this in many ways. So if you didn't get this clip from the first time you listened to it, or if you haven't listened to it, excited for Ron to tell you about why you should ask for advice instead of asking for feedback. This is a study that came out of Harvard Business School that looked at why it is that people are better at delivering feedback when they're asked to give advice. And it's because when you ask people for feedback, they tend to compare what it is you just did relative to your past performance. And so they're looking at improvements versus uh, uh, you know, uh, drops in your performance. Whereas if you ask people for advice, they're comparing your current per per performance to what it could be in the future. And so rather than looking backward at what you did in the past and whether you've gotten better or worse, now they're looking at what you could do potentially to become even better. And that leads them to provide over 50% more suggestions. And so it's just a little bit of a uh, tweak in how you frame the question that unlocks all of these great ideas in your audience. And so you ask people for advice on what it is that you've just delivered. So for example, you can write an ad and ask a friend of yours, hey, uh, what advice would you have for making this ad better? Relative to asking, hey, what do you, what do you think of this ad? What, what's your feedback on this? Um, you're gonna get much better responses by asking for their advice. Once again, that was episode number 71 with Ron Friedman. Full links to the full episode is in the description wherever you're listening to this. And our next clip comes from Michael Roderick, who is episode number 43. Michael Roderick is the CEO of Small Pond Enterprises, which helps thoughtful givers become thought leaders by making their brands referable, their messaging memorable, and their ideas unforgettable. He's also the host of the podcast Access to Anyone, which shows how you can get to know any anyone you want in business and in life using time-tested relationship building principles. Michael's unique methodology comes from his own experience of going from being a high school English teacher to a Broadway producer in under two years. 
since this episode has come out, I've come become really close with Michael. I am a client of his. He has recently put together a mastermind called Hitmaker's Mastermind. It is incredible. So I love Michael's work. Seriously. Like if you haven't listened to this episode, I just re-listened to it the other day, actually. It's great. So go listen to the full thing and Michael's brilliant. But in this specific clip, we're going to talk about Michael's concept about how to connect with really high level people. And so if you're interested in learning how about you can do that and learn from the best in the world, you won't want to miss out on this clip. If you just ask a simple, simple question, you engage the most important power in the world. And that is curiosity. If you ask a question that people have trouble answering, or they're like, I'm not really sure, they will almost always respond to you because it bothers us to not know the answer to a question. So I, I've, I've said this before on uh, in, in other instances, right? Everybody reaches out to, will reach out to James Cameron about Titanic, right? Or Avatar, or you know any number of the other blockbusters. How many people ever ask him a question about Piranha? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so it's there you the, go. <laughs> it's, it, it, was his, it was his first movie. It was a horror movie about piranhas. <laughs> like, there we go. <laughs> so this is the thing, right? Like there, there's so, so many instances in which everybody kind of goes for whatever the big thing is that that person's working on and, you know, wants to ask them questions about it or wants to, but like, it's the people who take the time to go just slightly deeper who get the responses because if you ask an interesting enough question, it doesn't matter what level the person is that you're talking to. They will want to answer you. It's very, very hard for us to hear a question that, and not want to respond and not want to say like, I know the answer. Here's the, you know, here's the answer. And, and ultimately that's the thing. It's like most of the time, you know, when we do these outreaches, I think that what happens is people kind of give the whole story. And if you give the whole story, nobody's ever going to respond to you because they, mm. they can say yes or no almost immediately. You want to write every email that you write, every outreach that you write, every conversation that you're you know developing. You want to write it all like it's breaking bad. You want to finish on this like curiosity note where it's like, I need to talk to you. I absolutely need to talk to you. I need to follow up with you. I need to stay in touch with you because you just put this thing in my brain. And now <laughs> I'm just thinking about you all the time. And I just like, ah, oh, God, this is, you know, I, I need to stay in touch. And, and that's the thing. We don't spend enough time uh, focusing on that. So if people are doing the extraordinary ask, one of the best things that you can do is ask a really, really good question. Take the time to think about a really, really good question question. You do that, you'd be amazed at how many people want to talk to you. Once again, that was Michael Roderick from episode number 43, links in the description. And our next clip comes from episode number 16 with Bob Regneris. Bob 
is the co-founder of Feed Stories, a digital marketing expert and author of five books, including the fourth edition of The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising. Since 1998, Bob has worked with clients in over 72 markets to help them achieve their goals through digital media and storytelling, and is known for the crazy results he gets for his clients. Bob is a sought after expert in the area of Facebook advertising and deep funnel marketing strategies, but most importantly, as in alignment with the 7FM ethos, Bob is a husband to his high school sweetheart and a dad to two amazing daughters and is a high school basketball coach. I'm uh, Bob, is, Bob is an incredible human being and uh, he's just so passionate about the kids that he gets to invest in with coaching. Great guy. Also want to say as a super quick aside that Bob and his business partner, Brandon Boyd, are actually clients of mine and together we just launched a brand new show for them called The Innovative Founder. And I am so excited for it, but they're specializing in interviewing business founders, specifically focusing on storytelling. What are the raw, the real, the gut-wrenching, crazy stories of these incredibly successful entrepreneurs that you don't normally get to hear? And Bob and Brandon, their entire company is about pulling out stories from founders and leveraging their stories to enhance their sales process, get more clients, and build relationships with people and make an impact on the world. So these guys are absolutely world-class at interviewing people, and it's so cool to see them on a show in front of a mic. They're hilarious to listen to. And I dare you, I dare you, dare you, dare you to go listen to either the episode with Majid or Perry and listen for the first 30 seconds and not immediately be hooked by the show. So I'm super excited to listen and I'm also behind the scenes of it. So obviously I'm really excited about it for many other reasons as well, but uh, would highly recommend that you guys pause this for a second and go check out the innovative founder. Anyways, in this clip, we dive into Bob's experience about meeting people at events and how being open to connecting with everyone has transformed his business. And we talk about why, or Bob talks about why you should connect with people that are ahead of you at your same level and at the same time still contributing to other people to help and support with your experiences. Phenomenal insight. So here's the clip from the episode with Bob Ragnaris. we look at the, when we quote unquote influencers today and we're like, Oh, we got to go reach out to them. Cause they like all the, they have all the knowledge and all this stuff. But I just love the very simple thing that you said that it's just like, you just gen develop genuine relationships with people everywhere you go. And like, yeah. if you're in the right circles, people are going to become successful and it's just a matter of time. And so I feel like it's so easy to like look for the biggest person in the room or whoever can puff their chest the most, but like just taking the long-term approach of treating everybody the way you, you know, you want to be treated and just developing those relationships for yeah. the long term. And they're, they're great friends today. I mean, that's what I enjoyed most of my career. And you know, you never know who you're sitting to an event. I mean, I, I've, I've become business partners with people that I've sat to in events where you just kind of hit it off and you realize that you have a complementary skill set. Um, you know, I just kind of reflecting back, I, I met this, this one guy, uh, geez, back in 2005 and, uh, we, we worked together on something called Google arbitrage. I figured out how to buy traffic at a discount and sell it at a profit. Um, I, 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 you know, you just learn certain skills and, you know, it did, has, you know, it, it worked for a short period of time, but you know, we, we made a ton of money together and it was because we sat together at a conference and we had some skills that overlapped and we figured something out, made a lot of money and, and really catapulted our skills forward. So, and it was just somebody I struck a conversation up at an event. So, you know, it's really easy to kind of sit behind a computer, you listen to podcasts and you read blogs and you do those things. But man, you know, if you take the extra step of get involved in community and be connected to people that, you know, I, you know, I, I guess too, Brandon, you really want to be connected 
in a group where there's people that are way ahead of you mm-hmm. and are pulling you forward. But you also want to be alongside people that are where you're at. So you have some camaraderie, but then also right. people that you can pull that are, that are maybe not where you're at. So I, I love diverse groups where it's all different skill sets. And if there's enough humility uh, in that group where the people that are far ahead are egocentric, like they're willing to invest in you and pull you forward, then you turn around and look who's behind you and you pull them forward. Once again, that was episode number 16 with Bob Regneris. Full links to that episode are in the description. Our next clip comes from episode number 51 with Tony Banta. Tony is a systems engineer, innovation consultant, and host of the Client Whisperer Show. Beginning his career as a self-taught software developer, Tony quickly realized that the best code could never solve broader leadership issues within organizations. Today, Tony works with other client businesses to maximize client results, increase client retention, and streamline the client fulfillment experience. Tony's writing has been featured in Forbes, The Huffington Post, and The Recruiter Magazine, to name a few. And... Man, it's so cool like reading all these names because these people have all come dear friends. Tony is an incredible human. Love him to death. And in this episode, we talk about uh, Thor's hammer, interestingly enough. Tony has been behind the scenes of some of the world's biggest businesses for helping their clients to get better results with their processes and their content. And one of the things that Tony realized is that you can actually help people get better results if you understand this concept about Thor's hammer. So really interesting. And I'm looking forward to you listening to this clip from Tony Banta. Would you mind telling us a little bit about Thor's hammer and what that has to do with client leadership? You bet. Part of the mythology of Thor's hammer is it can only be picked up by someone who is worthy. And we see this in the, the we see this in the movies sometimes where the like when to the like when the like Thor doesn't want a bad guy to like get away, like he'll and like the bad guy's on the ground, he'll just like set the hammer on his chest, right? Like he can't move <laughs> because he can't like lift the uh, hammer. But uh, uh, Thor was going through a a the, you know rough patch in his. He was in his the you know selfish, self-absorbed kind of that you know I'm a god and like no one can and no one can touch me kind of phase. And so that's when his father um, the. That's when his father like actually that like made that change to his the, to his hammer, and he spends the rest of the movie essentially getting worthy, that like learning how to have compassion, learning those values that he had, but that were that you know that were you know mucked up, right? That were there was something in the way that like of him being able to you know live in those values. So how that relates to client service is that a lot of times those of us that are that are client leaders in the, the, you know, the, and like, it doesn't matter the, like when I say this, right? Like it, it, the, the client, a client leader is super vast in the way that I refer to it. Um, like we could be talking about, you know, traditional client businesses, lawyers, doctors, accountants, we could be talking about, you know, coaches, consultants. We could also be talking about the, you know, digital agencies, you know, most of the millennial, the you know, entrepreneur sort of of uh, space I see is is made up of client businesses, uh, and we see client leaders who have a sales conversation with someone and they say something along the lines of, "Hey, do you want to do you want to be an Asgardian god?" And then someone's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, it sounds amazing." And they're like, "Okay, I got just the thing. It'll be a hundred k." Oh, it sounds like a lot, but I could make a lot more money if I'm an Asgardian god. Oh yeah, you definitely can. All your problems, you know, gone. Right? <laughs> Literally a god, lowercase g. 
the, uh, and so then they say, great, here's my, you know, hundred K. And then they like hand them to the hammer. Right. And then they go, they go plumbing to the floor <laughs> because they can't actually lift the hammer because you gave them the thing. You gave them the strategy, the tactic, you gave them the tax, like you gave them the process tax returns. You gave them the, you know, the Facebook ads that you ran, but what you didn't do is help make them worthy of the tool because they're only going to get success when they have both of those two things. Once again, that was episode number 51 with Tony Banta, and we are going to close things out today with episode number 73 with my friend Neil Moore. Neil was originally from Melbourne, Australia, and his wife and I and three young children moved to the United States in 1994. And this is directly from his bio. He says, I'm a pianist, reasonably okay, a composer, more competent, and an educator, my unique ability, which I 100% agree with. Neil is a sage. He is, he is incredible, very wise, very smart teacher. Uh, he has been self-employed for over 40 years since his early 20s. And over the last several decades, he built a multinational music education organization that's been created around a remarkable method of learning that he developed called Simply Music. And Neil's mission is to create breakthroughs in creativity for humanity. It's absolutely incredible. Neil's methodologies are taught by licensed educators throughout the world and his self-study program caters to students across 124 countries. And in this clip, we're going to dive into Neil's concept called the relationship conversation. This has been transformational for me. I've legit watched this clip because we produce videos for these clips. I've watched this clip at least 10 to 15 times. I brought it up in multiple conversations and um, it's an incredible perspective to have as you go throughout your entrepreneurial journey and your life and in any relationship that you may have. So uh, please enjoy this conversation from this clip with Neil Moore. Is there anything that's common to all long-term relationships? And as the best that I can tell is that there are six components that underscore all long-term relationships. Three of them are what I'd call quantitative, that deal with time. Three of them are qualitative, that deal with the type of experience that we have. And I understand this is a conceptual conversation, but what I mean by that is that when I talk about quantitative, or qualitative. Qualitative, I'd be talking about during any long-term relationship, there are good times, there are okay times, and there are not so good times. Good, okay, not so good. And when I'm talking about quantitative, I'm talking about brief periods of time, medium periods of time, or long periods of time. So if we look at any graph, even if it's the value of real estate or the, or the value of gold or the stock market, we will see that it you know, it's on the rise, so that's good, and that could happen over a long period of time, and then it might even out, so it's plateauing, and then it might dip a little bit, so it's heading down into the valley, and it might be crappy there for a while, and then it, it improves. And then this, if we mapped out any long-term relationship, what we would see is that it's going to look like one of those graphs. It's really important that we understand that having plateaus or valleys the not, you know, the just okay or the not so good. That is an essential part of a long-term relationship. The opportunity, of course, is to discover who do I have to become in order to navigate my way through that plateau uh, or that valley. But the fact that it's going to happen is a given. So when something's great, it's really important to remind yourself this too will pass. When something's just okay, 
it's important to remind yourself this too will pass. When things are crappy, it's important to remind yourself that this too will pass. Unfortunately, what happens is when people are in those plateaus or the valleys, they think something is wrong. And then what happens is they, they start questioning, well, maybe this is the wrong relationship or this is the wrong endeavor. Uh, and I'm not saying you shouldn't give up or you shouldn't, you know, sometimes you climb in the wrong mountain. Sometimes in life you are. And there's somewhat of a skill in learning how to make that determination as to whether you are or not. But for me, whether it be entrepreneurship, whether it be rela uh, relationship uh, in any field of endeavor, it's really important that we understand uh, these components, the way that they play out and understand that when, when they're in those places, it's utterly necessary. The mm. opportunity being, who do I have to become? All right, that is all the clips that we have for you today. We have successfully emerged from the time machine. I hope you enjoyed these clips. And once again, as a recap, if you've been in the gym, if you were doing dishes, your hands are wet, <laughs> and you wanted to go back and revisit some of these episodes, we, we revisited episode number 71 with Ron Friedman, where he talked about why you should ask for advice instead of asking for feedback. And then we went to episode number 43 with Michael Roderick and how to connect with high-level people. Then we went to episode number 16 with Bob Rignaris about connecting with people that are ahead of you at your level and then also people that you need to help and support. And then we went to episode number 51 with Tony Banta on why Thor's hammer is super relevant to creating incredible client success. And then we closed things out with episode number 73 with Neil Moore, where we talked about the relationship conversation. So there you have it, my friends. I'm super excited that you have been here for the entire episode. And I hope that you got some really packed wisdom that you can go out and apply today. I appreciate you so much for listening. And next week, we will be back with another brand new guest. Talk to you soon. Hey, it's Brandon here again, and I have a quick favor to ask before you head off, and that is if you are listening to my voice right now and you are currently using either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it would help me a ton if you could stop what you're doing, take five seconds to tap the number of stars that you think the show deserves. So if you're on Spotify, there's a place to add a star rating right underneath the name of the show, and if you're listening on Apple, just scroll down where you're seeing all the episodes and there's something that says tap to rate. Just tap the number of the stars that you think the show deserves. And you may not know this, but I typically spend over five hours of my own time each week just researching a guest on the show. And then there's the time that's spent recording the show, the intro, reaching out to new guests, and of course, all the editing, publishing, promoting that my amazing wife and high school sweetheart, Leah, helps me to manage. So all that to say, there's a lot that goes on just to get to the point where you listen to this episode. So if you appreciate the content and have 10, five to 10 seconds to spare, it would help a ton if you could leave a quick rating on the show. Extra credit if you choose to leave a review, but just tapping whatever stars you feel the show deserves helps a ton and it takes so little time. So whether you choose to do that or not, I so appreciate you and I'll talk with you soon.